Pinocchio. There was once an old carpenter called Geppetto. Geppetto loved his work and was happy with his days spent carving things out of wood. However, at the end of the day, when his work was done, Geppetto felt lonely. One day, he carved a little wooden puppet in the shape of a boy. He made the arms and legs so that they could move. Then he sewed together a little outfit for the puppet, as if it were a real boy. Geppetto called the puppet Pinocchio. That night, before he went to bed, Geppetto looked at a bright star in the sky and whispered, If I could have one wish, I would wish for a real boy of my very own. Then he sighed, got into bed and went quickly to sleep. That same night, a fairy flew into Geppetto's workshop. She tapped Pinocchio with her wand and told him, Pinocchio, with this magic, you will be able to move your arms and legs, just like a real boy. One day, you will be able to be a real boy, but only if you can prove that you can be good, kind and brave. Then she introduced Pinocchio to a little cricket who could talk, just like a human can. This, said the fairy, is Cricket. He will stay with you and help you to choose between right and wrong. He will help you to make decisions. Then the fairy disappeared as quickly as she had arrived. The next morning, when Geppetto went into his workshop, he was surprised to see Pinocchio walking awkwardly around the room, getting used to his new arms and legs. You can move, shouted Geppetto in disbelief. Yes, and I can talk too. Good morning, father, answered Pinocchio. Geppetto was shocked. He had no idea what could have happened, but he was also full of happiness and excitement. He had a son, a little boy of his very own. He ran to Pinocchio and hugged him hard. One day, Geppetto decided that Pinocchio should go to school, just as the other boys did. He had saved hard to buy his son a new school bag and school books. He felt very proud as he watched Pinocchio leave the little house and head off for his first day at school. Pinocchio skipped along the road, humming happily to himself. The little cricket sat upon his shoulder. It wasn't long before Pinocchio came across a fox and a cat. Where are you off to? They asked Pinocchio curiously. I'm on my way to school, answered Pinocchio proudly. Really? On a nice sunny day like today, said the fox. It is much too nice to be sitting in school. Why don't you come along with us to the fair? You can learn much more at the fair than you would at school. Don't listen to him, chirped the cricket. He doesn't know what he's talking about. It would be much more sensible to ignore him and go to school. But Pinocchio couldn't hear him. He was too excited about visiting the fair and the cricket's protests fell on deaf ears. Pinocchio agreed to follow the fox and the cat to the fair. At the entrance to the fair was a jolly man in a ticket booth crying, roll up, roll up, get your tickets to the fair. Pinocchio's smile fell from his face 
as he suddenly realised that he didn't have any money to pay for a ticket. A man with a little stall selling trinkets at the entrance to the fair offered to buy Pinocchio's school books from him. You can use the money to buy yourself an entrance ticket to the fair, said the man to Pinocchio. No, you mustn't do that, said the cricket. Your father saved very hard to buy those books for you. It would sadden him to see you sell them like that. But the noise coming from the crowds of happy people all heading through the entrance to the fair drowned out the cricket's voice. Pinocchio didn't hear him and instead handed his books to the man in exchange for just enough money to buy a fare ticket. Then he followed the fox and cat through the entrance to the fairground. Once inside the fairground, Pinocchio saw a little stage. There was a puppet show taking place. Hey, said Pinocchio to his new friends, I'm a puppet too and I can dance just like that. Watch! With that, he jumped up on stage and began to dance next to the two other puppets. People began to cry out from the audience, Look! Look at that puppet! He's got no strings! Amazing! They all cried and began to throw coins at the stage in appreciation. The owner of the fair was watching as more and more gold coins landed on the stage. A plan was soon forming in his greedy head. This little puppet can make me rich, he thought to himself. He ordered his workers to catch Pinocchio and lock him up in a little cage so that he couldn't escape. Pinocchio would work for him. Pinocchio was sad and scared. He felt very alone and he missed Geppetto. He began to cry. Suddenly the fairy appeared and she asked Pinocchio how he'd ended up inside the cage. Tell her, whispered the cricket on his shoulder. Tell her what has happened. But Pinocchio couldn't bring himself to tell the fairy the truth. He thought that she would be angry with him for missing school and selling his school books. So he told her that he had been robbed. Really? asked the fairy as Pinocchio's nose began to grow longer. Yes, said Pinocchio. There were two men and they took my school bag and books. His nose grew even longer then. They made me come here to the fair, he said, and then threw me into this cage. Pinocchio's nose grew even longer still. He looked down and saw the tip of his nose stretching far out in front of his face. What's happening? He asked in fright. Why is my nose so long? You know what the truth is, Pinocchio, said the fairy calmly. Pinocchio sighed and took a deep breath. I came here with a fox and a cat, he began. I wanted to come. I thought it would be more fun than school. Pinocchio's nose shrank a little. I had no money for a ticket, so I sold my school bag and books to a little man outside the entrance. His nose got smaller still. I jumped up on the stage to show how well I could dance and then somebody captured me and put me in this cage. His nose was now back to its normal size. The cricket smiled at him. Well done for telling the truth, Pinocchio, he said. 
The fairy waved her magic wand and the door to the cage opened. Pinocchio was free. She waved it a second time and suddenly Pinocchio's school bag and books reappeared. From now on, Pinocchio, said the fairy, you must remember to do the right thing. Pinocchio set off on the path to school again, this time determined he would get there. Soon a coachman pulled up alongside him and offered him a ride. No thank you, replied Pinocchio, I must get to school. He carried on walking. The coachman insisted. You will get there much more quickly if you let me give you a ride in the carriage, he said. Pinocchio really wanted to get to school, so he agreed. Why are you so keen to get to school? The coachman asked Pinocchio. Well, answered Pinocchio, I want to learn as much as I can. Then when I grow up, I can do whatever I want. What about if I told you that you can do whatever you want right now, said the coachman. Have you ever heard of a place called Pleasure Island? There you can do whatever you wish, eat sweets all day, play pool and other such games. It's lots of fun. Pinocchio thought Pleasure Island sounded wonderful. He was so excited that he forgot all about getting to school. Can you take me there? He asked the coachman. I want to go right now. Don't do it, cried the cricket, but Pinocchio was not listening. The coachman dropped Pinocchio at Pleasure Island and drove away. Pinocchio was amazed when he saw the place. It was bright and colourful with buckets of sweets and lollipops all over. There were pool tables and bowling lanes too. It looked so much fun. Wherever he looked, there were groups of boys playing and having fun. Pinocchio reached out his arm and grabbed a handful of sweets, shoveling them into his mouth. For a few days, Pinocchio had the best time. But then he noticed that a lot of the other boys seemed to have disappeared. Whenever he looked around now, all he seemed to be able to see were donkeys. Hey! shouted Pinocchio. What's happening? Where are all the boys? The cricket looked up at Pinocchio, whose own ears had now been replaced with a pair of long furry donkey ears. Quick, Pinocchio, he said. We need to leave here. All the boys that come here must turn into donkeys eventually. Then the donkeys are sold. Quick, let's run! Pinocchio ran as fast as he could, the little cricket still upon his shoulder. They ran out of Pleasure Island and didn't stop until they reached a port. By now, Pinocchio just wanted to get home to Geppetto. He began to ask all of the people at the port if they knew Geppetto or knew where he was. Geppetto, answered one of them, isn't that the poor man? whose boy went out one morning and never came home. He went out on a boat to look for him, but he never came back. When he heard this, Pinocchio got upset. It's all my fault, he wailed. I've got to find father. Without thinking, he jumped into the water. Pinocchio didn't know how to swim, 
but luckily, being made mostly of wood, he was able to float on the surface of the water. He used his arms to steer himself around. He looked around at the vast blue ocean. How was he ever going to find Geppetto? Before he had even realised it, something huge and scary had swam up to Pinocchio. It was a giant whale. The whale opened its huge jaws and swallowed Pinocchio and the cricket whole. They tumbled around with a great rush of seawater. When they finally came to a stop, they realised that they were in the belly of the whale. Gosh, said Pinocchio to the cricket, that was frightening. Pinocchio, came a familiar voice. Father, shouted Pinocchio, is that you? Yes, yes, it's me, answered Geppetto. The two managed to find each other and hugged with joy. How will we ever get out of here? wondered Geppetto. Father, I think I have an idea, answered Pinocchio. He quickly gathered some driftwood that the whale had also swallowed. Then he managed to set it alight. As it was burning, Pinocchio waved his arms above the flames, creating black smoke. This smoke should make the whale cough and sneeze, he said. Pinocchio was right. Within no time, the whale gave a little cough, then another and another, until suddenly it let out a huge sneeze. And as it did, Pinocchio, Geppetto and the cricket came rolling out of the whale's mouth. At first, Geppetto couldn't find Pinocchio, but then he found him, lying still on the side of the port, his eyes closed. Thinking that Pinocchio would never wake up, Geppetto began to cry. Suddenly, the fairy appeared at their side. Pinocchio, she said, you cared enough to go out looking for your father. When you found him, you came up with a plan which saved him. You were really brave and true. For that, you deserve to become a real boy. Pinocchio suddenly opened his eyes. He looked down at his arms and legs. They were no longer hard and wooden, but soft, just like a real boy's. Father, he cried, look at me. I'm a real boy. So you are, exclaimed Geppetto happily. The fairy and the cricket looked at the father and son and smiled to themselves. Then, in a flash, they were gone, whilst Geppetto and Pinocchio hugged each other happily. After that, they made their way home, where they lived very happily for many years to come.